Hey everyone, welcome to Be The Change. My name is Lily Mott, and today I'm going to be talking about how change comes with bravery. This week's guest is Kaylee Tyner, and she is a gun violence activist with a unique approach to raising awareness. I'm excited to share Kaylee's story with you, so let's get started. Hi, my name is Kaylee Tyner, and I'm 19 years old. I currently go to school out in Virginia at Marymount University. In 2019, I graduated from Columbine High School in Colorado. And since 2018, I've been heavily involved in gun violence prevention from protesting to lobbying and policy work and things like that. And I'm currently on the board of the Team Enough Executive Council which I'm going on to my third year, so. I first learned about Kaylee because she went to Columbine High School, which is about half an hour from my hometown. She started a project when she was in high school called My Last Shot, and it really captured my attention as an interesting approach to fighting against gun violence. I asked Kaylee to explain the background and the mission of My Last Shot, and this is what she shared with me. My Last Shot was a project that I started working on in like June of 2018. And essentially the whole purpose around it was to use photography and kind of like this really strong message to get people's attention about specifically young people's awareness of gun violence and how much of a threat it poses on our futures. And so I took inspiration from Emmett Till and his death and how his parents use the images of his horrific murder to kind of bring attention to these civil rights issues that were happening. And the images of his death helped to spark the civil rights movement. So with my last shot, it's essentially young people acknowledging that gun violence is such a threat on our futures that we are okay with our images being used in case we are ever shot. The whole goal is so that that never happens, you know, we more want it to just be a messaging thing, but there's something really strong to be said, you know, when someone puts it on their student ID and they're aware that they can be killed wherever they are, unfortunately, but that's just our reality here in America. So that's was my main inspiration and motivation to do this project. So Kaylee also mentioned that she works with an organization called Team Enough through the Brady campaign. I featured another member of Team Enough, Alea Eastmond, on one of my earlier episodes, but I asked Kaylee to explain the mission of Team Enough and tell me about some of the work she's done with the organization. So Team Enough is a youth gun violence prevention group that is backed by the Brady Campaign, which is America's largest and oldest gun violence prevention organization. And so when we started Team Enough back in 2018, our main goal was to bring awareness to everyday gun violence and kind of build this platform for people who are had just recently gotten in the movement or had been in the movement for a long time to kind of have this space where they could get resources and people behind them on things such as 
police brutality issues and everyday gun violence that weren't getting as much attention at the time, you know, after the Parkland shooting in 2018, because there was a lot of focus on mass shootings and things like that, which of course is important, but we hadn't have really found a group that we truly identified with as young people who were fighting for black and brown communities. So that has been our mission these past few years as we've been developing. And right now we just onboarded, I think like eight new members, something like that. We have a really diverse team of young people who are from all over the country. And so we're all starting on new projects, which is really, really exciting. As my role, I have done things such as the My Last Shot project and kind of things like that. We don't really have like specific um, titles, I guess, but some of us work on projects such as the Lobbying Collective and just coordinating chapters around the U.S. to do lobbying um, in their own states. And then I'm working on a project right now that is a policy culturally responsive guide. So it is essentially goes over how we as leaders and as young people can be culturally responsive within our work. And so that just means being aware of our own cultures, our own backgrounds and our own identities and how that affects our work in the gun violence prevention movement. Um, and then that will be expanded to kind of addressing how certain policies are good for some communities and possibly not for others. After talking with Kaylee about My Last Shot and her work with Team Enough, it became very apparent that she is very passionate and committed to gun violence activism. I asked Kaylee to tell me about how her activism started and what really inspired her to start advocating for gun control. And this is what she told me. I have been pretty heavily involved and like very socially aware since like middle school, but I didn't really know how to get involved involved as a young person. And so in, I think it was 2017 slash beginning of 2018, I joined something called the Colorado Youth Congress. And through that, I started working on a gun violence prevention like initiative. And then unfortunately, the Parkland shooting happened like right after that. And so it just kind of happened that there was suddenly all this energy for this thing that I had been thinking about just growing up in the Columbine community. Of course, I wasn't there and I wasn't directly impacted by the shooting, but I've grown up in that community and seen how it continues to affect everyone's everyday lives and my own life. And so I kind of just wanted to bring awareness to the fact that like this violence that happens in communities whether it's everyday gun violence or school shootings, mass shootings, like the trauma from it truly never goes away. And that should just be another reason why we as young people, but as Americans as well, just need to continue to work towards fighting to end gun violence. Generation Z will be the first people to live their whole lives in post 9-11 America. I asked Kaylee how she thinks this era of increased gun violence, including mass shootings and school shootings, is going to affect our generation later in life. Have we become more aware or more desensitized to the issue? I think that's a great question because I often think about how our generation has gone through so many like world, like traumatic events, and it's from 
growing up after 9-11, growing up after like the Columbine shooting and this like whole mass shooting. And then also to the recession and now a pandemic. I definitely, unfortunately, would say that I think our generation is a bit more desensitized to it because it's like kind of all we've ever known, I feel like, is this threat of, you know, shootings, whether it's in your community every day or whether it's practicing lockdown drills at school and having to worry about it at school. Like, I don't think that a lot of us who just see it as like a normal thing really realize how much it isn't normal. And so I think that does make a lot of our generation desensitized to it. But then there is a significant part of our generation who also really care about these issues and see like, you know, I don't want to live in a world where my children have to experience these same things. So I think that as more of us grow up and, you know, become well-established leaders in our communities and hopefully well-established leaders within the country on legislative level as well, that we'll be able to see a lot more change that is rooted at the issues that are causing all these things to happen. Following along on that topic, I noticed that the way that my parents talk about gun violence is very different from the way that I approach the issue, and that is vastly different from the way my grandma talks about gun violence. I asked Kaylee, do you think there is a generational gap in the way that our society approaches gun violence, and why do you think that is? These are her thoughts. I think there's a huge generational gap, but not only generational gap, also class gap, race gap, gender gap, all all of it when it comes to talking about uh, gun violence prevention and safe gun laws and things like that. And I think a lot of it has to do with our culture because mental health issues are a thing that are all over the world, but America is unique in its form of how we see gun violence just as this huge public health crisis. And so I think when it comes down to at the end of the day is that there are a lot of people who like they see guns as a significant part of their culture and their upbringing and all of that, which is very valid. But I also think that we all need to be aware of just how powerful these weapons are and how dangerous these weapons are and what they do to communities, especially, you know, impoverished communities and how more guns isn't necessarily the answer. To some people it is, but from my own research and my own experiences, and I think a lot of young people also agree with that, we would like to see stricter gun laws because we do believe that there needs to be restrictions on, you know, who has access to those weapons. Americans sometimes hear the words gun control and they go into panic mode, worried that the government is going to take away their weapons, down to their handguns and hunting rifles. However, many advocates for gun control aren't taking this all-or-nothing approach. I asked Kaylee, what changes would you like to see regarding gun control in the United States? And this is what she told me. My ideal future would be, one, for our elected officials to just kind of listen to us, as young people better that would be a good place to start and then as far as like specific policies go i think that you know closing a lot of the loopholes such as the boyfriend loophole and things like that and our universal background checks would be really good 
banning, you know, large capacity magazines, things like that. And I think that there also is a lot of policies that we have to look at at how, you know, it's going to disproportionately affect black and brown communities and that we have to be careful because we might really have the best intentions with, you know, say something like extreme risk protection orders. But I also think that we have, as a movement, need to also do more research and just think more about how maybe some of these policies or laws aren't going to be good in specific communities, but they would in other communities. And so that kind of brings me to the point that I think overall we need to be focusing on violence prevention programs, after school programs, things like that, where we can really, you know, address gun violence at the root cause of it, which unfortunately is rooted in poverty and issues like that. And so if we're able to help our education system, help our healthcare system, it would directly impact gun violence as well. Activists across different issue areas are hopeful that the new Biden-Harris administration will bring fresh and diverse perspectives to the table, including those of young people. I asked Kaylee if she's hopeful that the Biden-Harris administration will be able to enact change regarding gun control in this country. I think that as we've grown up in the past, you know, five years under this the crazy Trump administration and everything that we've gone through, it's good for us to be skeptical skeptical, and not just trust our elected officials to do what they say they're going to do, because at the end of the day, we have to hold them accountable. So while I'm definitely going to hold out hope that uh, the Biden-Harris administration is going to enact change with gun violence prevention I and policies and things like that, I also know that it's going to continue to take work on our side to really push them to do so and make sure that they remember like, hey, we're watching, we're gonna make sure that these things happen. And so I helped on the Biden-Harris Gun Violence Prevention Task Committee for the past couple months. And we've come up with like a lot of really good things. So hopefully within the first day, day one and first hundred days, we definitely see some change from that administration. Now, of course, I had to ask Haley the money question. What advice do you most want to share with young people who want to create change in this world? And these are Kaylee's words of wisdom. I think that as a young person, it's really intimidating when you're first getting into the movement, you know, especially when you see all these other quote activists who are young and like doing all these amazing things. I think it's really important to keep into perspective that each of us has our own voice and our own story, our own identities that bring something to the table. And so my advice is to just get out there, get involved, find what groups already exist in your community for an issue that you're passionate about. And if they don't already exist, then try to find some friends. You know, we have Twitter, we have Instagram, things like that. It's so easy nowadays to find people who care about the same things. And um, you'll come to find that there is a lot of challenges with being a young activist, but there's also a lot of good things that come with it because people really do want to listen to us. And so, yeah, that's basically my answer to that one is to get involved and 
not to worry about what other people are thinking, but also to educate yourself. I think Kaylee's whole story and her fight against gun violence speaks to the importance of bravery in activism. By standing up against pro-gun activists and lobbyists, Kaylee is being brave. By placing a sticker on her student ID to allow the publication of pictures of her body if she were to die in an act of gun violence, Kaylee is being brave. By continuing to advocate for gun control so less lives are lost in senseless acts of gun violence, Kaylee is being brave. Take a page out of Kaylee's book and be brave in the face of adversity, because change comes with bravery. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and you can follow Kaylee on Instagram at kaylee.tyner to connect with her. I also posted the link to the Brady Campaign website in the description of this episode. If you want to talk about anything I mentioned, please reach out to me by email at lily at bethechangepodcast.org or on Instagram at bethechangepodcast. Tune in for my next episode, but until then, be the change you wish to see in the world. Bye, guys.